Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hustling Sideways podcast. I'm Alan Hallis. I'm a writer here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And my name is Jim Love, and I am a keynote and motivational speaker from my company called Authentically You, which is also in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes, and this is this is episode 12, 12. of the podcast. We are getting slightly better yes, at it. Yes, we think. are now a preteen. So we're like in like the bratty stages of, oh, of life. Oh, yeah. And as we get older and mature more. Going to we'll, be real know-it-alls by exactly. the next episode. We'll have our license. We'll be sophomores. It'll oh, be, it's going to yeah, be yeah. wild. I know. That, was a, that was a wild time. In life. <laughs> it was. It really and was. like looking back at it now, I'm always kind of like, man, were we jerks. We really were. No, I, I was bad. Yeah. I, uh, like not cool. As an aside, I went to the mall today for the first time in like months. Oh. And some of the stores that were there when I was a preteen, <laughs> let me tell you. Are they? They're still there. They're hopping. But when you see like the junk that we bought and how cheap it was and stuff like that, like I was like, who let me out of the house? Someone, yeah. It's, <laughs> give, give some notes to your parents. And a lot of, this was, <laughs> lot of cringeworthy purchases. That was not the way to do it. Well, I have some good, um, that, I didn't go to the mall, so that's, good, that's first good news. Second good news is this week, and when we, were, when we actually put this out, it will not be this week anymore. But nonetheless, at this moment, it's this week. I had my first... <laughs> in-person speaking opportunity this week hey there we go it was so refreshing it was outside like by a lake um for my friend ben who i went to college with shout out ben thank you for the opportunity there was like 26 students and i forgot what it feels like to have the energy bounce off them and they laughed at my bad jokes and there was no tape delay you know there wasn't like a two second zoom thing and it it actually threw me off i was like oh you're already (laughs) you know and i told them i was like guys it's been a little while and it was so good. And I'm obviously virtual things are still happening, but to, to be there and, and to be present um, was awesome. And it made my whole week. Now so, people can just stare at you awkwardly in they person. can, which is exactly what Alan's <laughs> doing right now is yes. And, and rather than that, to do a screen, it's much better. It's much better. Um, and just to be totally honest, I'm, I, I played kickball this week as well. I was going to say, if you I got am, that injury from, yeah, from, from the speaking, speaking, it was not that. So my left knee is severely bandaged. I, I, <laughs> I dove for, I was playing third base, dove for a ball. It, you know, got essentially hit the, the gravel, if you will, because it was a really bad baseball field. And I stood up and I was just dripping blood. I didn't even know it. Someone was like, do you want a Band-Aid? And I looked down. It was just all on my leg. But finished the game. There we won go. Won the game. Hey, and got I on like base it. three times. So I'm not going to say it was I mean, all me, but it worked out. No, you well. played through the pain. You per- yeah, for you the love of the game. For yeah. the love of the game. So that's a little bit about our lives and what's going on. I yes. guess I took that update over. But but the perseverance is there. Yes, yes that's I, right. In order to have a side hustle, you need to have perseverance. That see? just became a lesson. I didn't even think about it. There so we Ellen's go. The wheels are turning. Bringing yes. it full circle. Now, we have an, an amazing guest today <laughs> who I'm super excited. I don't know why that was like the lead in to this, this guest. It's nothing to do with it. But uh, but t- today, so we, we you know a lot of times we have our friends on here um, who just happen to have awesome side hustles. This is one of those examples. So we have a guy who I've known since I was actually the 10th age of 16, which is what we were just talking about. I hope I wasn't as big of a jerk then as we were just mentioning <laughs> here, but um, we have Guillermo Flores on the podcast. I've known Guillermo since I was 16. We went through and we'll talk a little bit about how we met each other here, but um, Guillermo, I'm going to read out your job title here real quick because I just locked my phone, but Guillermo is the assistant director for fraternity and sorority life at Michigan State University and his side hustle is he's, he's a digital content creator and he's awesome at it. He's learned so much. Guillermo, welcome to Hustling Sideways. Thank you so much. I'm very pumped to be here. And even since then, there has been an update because I've been in my new job now for three months where I'm actually the digital media director 
for a national fraternity. So I made that career change as a digital creator, and now I get to be the digital media director for a fraternity headquarters. So very excited to be here. Dude, I didn't know. That's amazing. That's I know. It's crazy. Wow. So we have to unpack that as this goes on, because I feel like what you've been doing for the last year and change has probably led to this new position, which is amazing. Like that's, that's really, really cool. So congratulations, first of all. So, um, and we will, we will kind of get into that, that, that job and what you're doing and how, how it was informed, but let's start with, with a little bit of your background, um, and maybe, you know, how we met and, and, and sort of, you know, where you come from and, and how you've gotten to where you're at now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm originally from the Chicago suburbs. I'm from Villa Park, Illinois, home of Portillo's and the band, the plain white tees. <laughs> hey, and there you go. yeah, right. There's a plain the white tea CD on the there CD is, rack actually right, right here. Yeah. yeah, so that was good timing. <laughs> yes, that definitely are two came, uh, claim the fames that I always love to share <laughs> because if you're, you're you're either gonna like one or the other or both, which is I think the best, <laughs> best thing in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I grew up in the Chicago suburbs. My parents came from Mexico um, in the '80s with literally nothing, and they're my biggest inspiration because they really built up a life for themselves, for my family, and for my extended family. And everything that um, I I do or everything that I, you know, call success or everything goes back to them in the best way possible because they just taught me, you know, hard work and how to be nice to people and how to always give back and just how to laugh and be funny. So they are people that I really um, get back to a lot. Um, Yeah, I'm from uh, Chicago suburbs. I'm really into pop culture. I went to Southern Illinois University uh, in Carbondale for undergrad. Ball State for my master's. And I've been working in fraternity and sorority life since about 2013. And um, now I made a career move within the last three months during a pandemic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That is something different that I have not done before. So yeah, if I'm stressed out sometimes, I got to give myself that grace. So those Instagram inspirational quotes really are helpful. That's awesome. No, nice. 100%. And, and um, I, I love the shout out to your folks there. I think that's like so cool. And and you describing them, you know, I obviously I see all of that in use. That's that's fantastic. Now, um, in terms of, of of really, I know a part of your journey at least. Um, when you were sixteen and in high school, you were selected to go somewhere. And tell us t- tell us what happened. Yes, um, I was selected by my student council advisor to go to um, the Illinois Leadership Seminars, and I had no idea what that was. And I know that they wanted they, they we had like three officers from student council that they wanted to attend something. But I specifically remember one of my advisors saying, I want you to go to this one specifically. And it definitely changed my life. Um, I really enjoyed connecting with students from all around the state of Illinois. It's a leadership seminar that, you know, is no cost to the participants. You have people from all over the state. And then I started volunteering every single summer for a long time. And it's definitely developed my really close friendships. That's what I call like my friendships from childhood is from that Mm -hmm. space right there, Mm -hmm. because I've lost contact with people from uh, elementary and high school and stuff. But my ILS friends, which is that that case, those are people that I talk to almost regularly. I literally just went to go pick up a Lady Gaga book here in town that my friend (laughs) saw for another one of our friends. And it's all an ill's connection. So um, just a really great experience to to um, to get myself out there and explore the world in a different way, even locally. I love it. And I, I love, I, you know, and of course I vibe with this and that's, this is how Guillermo and I met each other. And I was, I was 16, I think you were probably 18. And I, I remember the moment we met and, and, and it's, it's interesting, like, like, and you, you talk about, um, you know, connecting with people and that's, that's been such a, a thing in, in a goal of yours. I know is, is you have so many great, great connections and people in your life. 
and, and, and you wanted them to connect with each other. And, and, I, and so I, I remember specifically, like that was the vibe I picked up from you of like, this dude wants me to meet everyone. Like you wanted everyone to, <laughs> to have a bridge here, a connection here. And I think that's carried you into, into what, you know, into what your side passion became and probably now, you know, and I know you've spoken to some groups and so I, I think that's a really cool thing. And, and, um, you know, and I love that you pointed that out. I think that like, that's, I have to think that that's formed some of what you've done for your, for your vocation. Oh, absolutely. Connection is so important. I was feeling so, you know, lost and alone during 2020. And that's where I created a talk show on Instagram. And I got to connect people from literally all over the world where I would, you know, I bring in guests and from all aspects of life, all of time zones in the world and giving them a reason to, to, to get up and get ready so they can talk with each other. And I've been able to make connections when I, when I felt like I couldn't do anything. And I said, no, I got to find something else. So, you know, tattoo artists from, from London, um, you know, a model from Los Angeles, someone who's teaching English in, in, in Asia, it's a little bit of everything. And there's so much you can learn from other people when you put your guard down. That is awesome. That is so awesome to me. Um, I, I am very interested in that because I mean, kind of what I do with interviewing musicians is getting people from all walks of life, but they have a common thread where you kind of are like, this is just an interesting person. Um, how does this idea come about? How did this kind of, what's the genesis for saying, you know what? I just want to talk to everyone. Yeah. I would say with, with the show and just how I've been, um, you know, my biggest goal in life as a kid was to host TRL total request live. And that's not really around anymore. So (laughs) I said, I've always been inspired by talk show hosts, whether they be in Spanish or in English and just the way that they they're able to connect with people. And I'm like, you get to just talk with people and do fun things. And I said, I can do that too. You know, I, I would start running and I get a lot of my ideas when I'm running and um, I don't write them down because I'm not that very coordinated when I'm running, but um, <laughs> I have to make sure I keep those notes in my head when I get back to back to my place. And that's where that show Guillermo Goes was conceived because I said, I have all the tools right here. Let me, let me create, let me be creative. I might fail. No, might, no one might watch and that's okay. But, you know, I've gotten some really cool views and connection points. So I have to ask then, you know, finding these people seems like it's the biggest challenge for, you know, for getting guests and, you know, Instagramming people or however you're reaching out to them. How do you make that in that immediate connection? How do you find uh, guests for the show? Yeah, that connection. Um, honestly, 75% I already know in my life because I want to make sure when you look at my friend group or the people that I talk with, that they don't all look the same, that they're not all from the same place or do all the same thing. And that's, that's been a big piece of who I am ever since I was a kid. Like I always, you know, I was that guy who was friends with everyone growing up and I, I really enjoyed it. All the different subcultures and all the different groups. One of my favorite things to do is get lost in a city and just see what's around and look at the culture, look at, you know, look at what fonts are used, look at what colors are out there, what music is being played. And when you open yourself up to other people, you get to learn so much about yourself. Wow. And I love that. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious, like, did you have this, you know, so, so Guillermo goes for those, and I know we've sort of talked about it is, is an Instagram live show that, that Guillermo runs, invites his friends, invites guests that you just talk. And it's sort of, it's sort of like a mini podcast, really like an, in its way you kind of interview and ask questions and you just get to know someone and kind of knock the, knock the walls down. Right. Yes. Which is really cool. And I was on it and it was an amazing experience. Did, did, did you have this like idea in mind for a while or do you, did Guillermo goes just sort of pop up as like a medium in which you could attain a goal of connecting with people? Like, was that always like, let's do a show or like, I want to connect with people. Maybe a show will work or like how, how, you know, how did, how did that come about? 
yeah, I feel like I've always wanted to be a talk show host. Mm -hmm. And there was all these barriers like I don't have a degree or I'm already in this job (laughs) or I can't do this. And I said, no, yes, I can. And that's where I just use the tools that were out there. And I read about social media and how to be a content creator. I was already doing it. I've been doing it since you know, childhood and mm-hmm. it's just you involved with the different mediums. And I yeah. said, all right, I know a lot of really cool people. And everyone always says, I know a lot of really cool people. So how do I get to connect everyone together when no, when everyone's stuck at home and they can't go out and meet new people? This was that space for, 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 um, the people who follow me and my friends. That's awesome. That's, that's a really awesome way to yeah. get, you know, to get to know people and kind of get them out there to the world. Um, what is that first show like for you? What you know, you know what I mean? Like, cause we, I mean, are kind of experiencing this too, where there was probably a little uncertainty when we first started yes. doing the podcast. We had no idea what we were doing. Right. <laughs> you know, creating a lot of stuff. Um, I create a lot of stuff that's live streaming. And, and so I get like, you know, sometimes nobody tunes in. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And, and it's live too, right? Like same type of thing. Like, so Guillermo's live show. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what is the, uh, what, what's show number one like? <laughs> Yeah, show number one, I my first four shows were people that I was all super comfortable with, but there was mistakes and that's okay. That shouldn't stop you from creating or moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so many people get stuck in that. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because I'm going to fail. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you don't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I chose one of my friends, Kelsey, who I'm super comfortable with. And, you know, she's a celebrity assistant in Los Angeles. And we just had a conversation and we talked about her being a horse girl growing up and how bad <laughs> my lighting was and how I couldn't, you know, it was all fun. That's and awesome. it's, it's about being authentic with what you're putting out there and not being perfect. I, yeah. I love it. I, I really think that, um, and I just, you know, your point there of it's okay to make mistakes and, you know, and I think people, sometimes there's a sense with a passion, right? That if you're trying to pursue something like it's your passion and it's gotta be perfect. And that's just not the case. Like humans aren't perfect. And so and right. people, people also don't relate to perfect. You don't like, I, I don't, I don't, I truly like if I, let's say I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling through and I see someone with a thousand filters that like try to make their, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't yeah. relate to that. That's not me. That's not anyone. And, and so I think like, well, the, I'm the, glad that you were looking at my page. Correct. Like that, I was yeah. scrolling through <laughs> Alan's, Alan's, you know, his feed and there were, Alan, you know, Alan was whitening his teeth. It was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have the sparkle filters. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. like, like knowing and, and seeing the way that you operate, because like, I, obviously having known you for 15 years, like you are a free flowing spirit you, and you just want to talk to people. You want to get to get connected with them and whatever happens in that process happens in that process. And I think like that, that's like almost the only mindset to have when you're going to go after something, particularly like, let's just see what like you don't really have like an end goal it's more like let's just see what happens yeah like here's someone i'm knowing i'm comfortable with to your point like your friend who's that was an amazing interview with kelsey like that was that's really cool and and, and then that grows in organically to something that you know something more right and and, and i think like like did, wait, what was the moment when you you know maybe it was in the first four maybe it was after that maybe it was mine don't you know no pressure to answer <laughs> mine but when was what was the moment when you realized like this is this is actually something that's working that people are connecting to and i can i can keep this going and i'm good at it when, when did you have a moment like that i would say it was when i there was a brief period when i wasn't making any episodes and then people either in person or via dm asked me where the episodes were <sighs> Because you, you can't see who's watching what you're doing. You just see the view numbers. But even then, I'm I'm not looking at all the numbers all the time because I don't want this passion area of mine to be something that's like, I need to do better with views and stuff. But that's when I knew I'm like, people actually watch it or when they bring up the most, the smallest little details, because I'll do like, 
like I'll do a song association and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that this person didn't know a song with the word party in it or something like that. <laughs> so whenever people would, would mention those little, little things about an episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, you watched. Yeah, they're watching and they're paying attention, 100%. which is, yeah, that, that shows that they're, you know, and that's the hardest thing too. When you're doing anything digitally, um, I think it's hard to quantify like, okay, you know, there's people here. Um, you have no idea who they are, especially, you know, within the last year, you're basically just talking to camera and hoping that something comes out <laughs> of it. Happens, yeah. And and I think we've all three of us have mm-hmm. experienced that in our own yeah. fields. Um, is that, you know, something that you're like, did, did this come out of 2020? Was that first started in 2020 for you? Yeah, this first started in 2020, um, in May, 2020, you okay. know, maybe three months into everything. And I've always thought about it. I've always dreamed about it, but I never did it. And that's, you know, how a couple of my other side hustles started because I wanted to do something. And I said, why not? You know, I have a passion for helping small businesses in my community. And I really want to help them tell their story better with digital media and digital creation. And then, you know, I, one of my interview guests, Goodfellas Bagel Deli, um, we linked up and now I do their, you know, social media on the side is another side hustle and it's nice so many cool things can come out of you know the littlest littlest events yeah so so passion leads into a side hustle leads into more like the more people you meet the more they realize that you're good at it you know it's really helpful i think and something you brought up just a moment ago too is like you didn't care how many people are watching or, or you know who was on it it's just like you wanted to do it and i think like the more people have that mindset in a world of likes, and, and I'm, I'm a victim of this too. I mean, how many times you put something up on Facebook and you're like, well, that wasn't that funny, apparently. You know, like, yeah. no oh, one like that. Like, yeah. that gets in your head, and it's not our fault. We've been classically conditioned to know that. And Guillermo, for you to put that aside, particularly for something you're passionate about, which in my opinion is more difficult, because when you're, when you're passionate about it, you want people, you expect people to like it yeah. or to watch right. it. And to not have that worry and, and just do it and see what happens, like, People caught on to that. Like, how, how did how do you how do you not focus on that? I guess is my question because like yeah. that's a tough thing for people to not be like, well, that didn't get a hundred likes. That probably wasn't worth it, and I'll just stop doing it. Like, yeah. well, how, how do you, you how know, do you get past? I'm that? gonna be yeah, I'm gonna be very honest. Mm-hmm. I I a lot of times for my page and my specific content, I don't make content for other people. I make it for me, uh, and if I like yeah. it, and mm-hmm. it's what makes me happy. So right now, there's a lot of news stories about Britney Spears going on, and you know my stuff's gonna be all about Britney right now. Cause that's what I want to see. And that's what I'm putting out there. Mm-hmm. And then I really focus like with my job, that's where I focus on what I need to be like doing because that's what I get paid for professionally. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. I just want to have fun on social media. Yeah. Um, I going off of that because that's something that I can totally relate to again with like the algorithm and having like to kind of get past, you know, maybe somebody didn't see this, maybe, you know, only 10 people thought it was great right. out of a thousand or whatever. Do you ever feel the pressure that there is a topic or something that you need to cover that's in the news that like maybe you just don't want to talk about it necessarily, but it's, you know, you know, you're going to get clicks for it. You know, you're going to get likes for it. And that does that motivate you to do anything or is it if it how do you tackle the things that you just don't want to talk about? (laughs) I love that question. And it has to be about my mental space and where I'm at and I'm not doing things for the clicks. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's something that I relate to or that gets me excited or makes me feel a certain way, then I'm going to talk about it, but I'm not going to do something just to do it. And that's where I can see people being extremely not authentic with what they're putting out there. And I'm just like, you are literally doing this for clicks and for likes. That must be exhausting. Right. Yeah. And I think that I'm very much the same way. I think that there are so many people that are guilty to that. 
that just want that attention and want those quick, you know, the quick number mm-hmm. um, rather than to do something. And it never comes off the, off authentic when they right, do that. Right. You know, it never comes off like it's from a place where they really want to talk about it. It definitely feels like, I mean, you can see it as mm-hmm. a, as a listener or mm-hmm. as a viewer or whatever, you can, you can see it just in their kind of body yeah. language or their, yes. their tone. It, and I it think comes like off fake, the, the, in Guillermo, one thing that you are, are that I, I'm, I'm almost envious of you is you have genuine curiosity of people. And, and, and I've noticed that each time you've interviewed someone, you really want to know about them. And, and, have you been doing this just for likes? Like, I think that genuine curiosity would disappear because you're like, well, I have to do it. I don't really care. Like, this isn't really about me or my passion. I'm just doing this to do it. Like, and and, and that would that would harm your brand. I mean, frankly, you know, so I think it's yeah. like having that mindset is really important. And that's what people, people are attracted to that. You know, they want to be like, look at someone. Okay, they're doing this clearly for them. They have a passion for it and they're pursuing it. And they really don't care what I think, almost in a good way. You know, right. like, like it's, yeah. it's, they're doing it for them, which I think is awesome. Yeah, it was it was at a, such a time that I was so lonely that I had I did it for myself and it was able to connect people and it was a gift in more than one way. Hundred percent. Yeah, um, Jim brought up a good word that kind of goes around with any kind of uh, side passion project, hustle, whatever you want to call it, um, and that's brands. Um, you started doing this for yourself and it, you know creating the content just to kind of create the content. Is there any kind of you know kind of cognizance of like okay this is what my brand is going to be as a uh, as a content creator or how much go how much thought goes into that for you? Yeah, I love that question because so many people stick so much time into it, and I definitely think you have to have like key brand points. But one of the things that has freed me the most has been um, ruining the aesthetic, mm-hmm. like ruin your aesthetic and do things that are differently because. I feel like whenever, when something is way too on brand, it just looks like a, like a robot. And Mm -hmm. that's not who I am as a person. You know, when I stopped caring about what my grid looks like or what I'm doing here or there with my content, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to have fun. It might be all over the place, but if it's bright and makes you happy, then that's my brand. If you learn about pop culture or if you learn about someone else, then that's my brand. It's not just visual. Yeah, that's a good point. I a hundred percent agree with you on that yeah. too, because I mean, like you said, when you can see, like, when you're worried about the grid, how many people are actually going to the grid? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. On the exactly. on the Instagram feed yeah. or whatever. Like, I, I I feel like again, people fall victim to that, yeah. and they just are so laser focused on one thing that the authenticity and the personality goes completely out the window mm-hmm. when they do that sort of thing. So. Guillermo, what, I want to shift gears a tiny bit, but but I know, and as I was working with you to, to be interviewed by you by, uh, wow, let me try that again. As I was working with you to be interviewed by you last year, um, you were walking me through some ways to like promote on Instagram and I've seen how much you're able to do. And, you know, so t- like talk about some skills you've picked up doing all of this and what you've been able to to really teach yourself because I, I know you are a self-starter. So I'm like curious what you picked up and what you've been able to actually use like in your professional life and your personal life and how that's really impacted your approach. Oh, thank you, Jim, for saying that I'm a self-starter because sometimes it's hard to get started or I feel like I'm not going anywhere. So I really appreciate you saying that, especially with the new job that I have. But, you know, I just taught myself and would look up different either accounts or YouTube. YouTube has always been really helpful. I love later um, later.com just yeah. gives you tips on how to run social media and what this looks like. But I would just like relate those tips into what content I want to put out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I started, you know, also uh, fraternity social media on Instagram because I wanted to help um, people tell their story better. And, you know, there's so many tips on there on the Instagram 
that you can just use in your daily life for social media and Instagram, but it's about playing around, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work and using the features that are out there and just like being yourself as much as possible, but like not overdoing it, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. people are looking to connect with others always, but even more so now. So I always say, see what hits, you know, throw things at the wall, see what sticks, and then try to replicate that again. Um, I always say making that genuine connection with people. I love commenting on people's stuff Mm -hmm. because they're putting stuff out there. So I want to say something about it. You know, like only goes so far when you say a comment and, you know, you're like, oh, that's a, that looks like a really good restaurant. You know, thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. That's going to make more connection with your followers. Yeah. I love it. Um, Are there things from the show and from doing your own personal stuff that have become, you know, stuff that you can carry over and take to a fraternity social media. I mean, obviously we're not going to probably have like fraternity talk shows or anything like that, but just general usage things that you can, that kind of, you just kind of developed from, you know, learning from the show. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's, you know, it's using the live feature, it's using different polls. It's getting more people to post in general because, um, you don't want a vacant account. You don't want a, an account that's not doing anything. So whenever I see them like get creative, because I really love motivating men to do more because a lot of times, they, you know, society doesn't always think of the best of us as men. Mm-hmm. And I really want to prove people wrong. And they're just not sharing the great stuff that they're doing. So when I get DMs literally from all over the country, from Wyoming to North Carolina to <laughs> um idaho to maine i get them all the time from people all over saying you know thank you so much for inspiring us to really share what we're actually doing out there and trying to make the world a little bit of a better place that is awesome you've kind of created a community around it and and based on you know things that you were learning on the side things that just kind of happened to, to like full circle that i think you know you're your yearning for, you know, when this first started, when you started Guillermo Goes and, you know, you were lonely. It was obviously, it was a difficult time for a lot of us and you were yearning for this community. You were yearning to, to get people connected, what, you know, virtually. And I think what that's turned into, not only has it impacted your professional life in a number of ways with you obviously starting a new position, it clearly sounds like it's a great fit, but you've created a huge community of people who, who are now inspired by your wanting to create a community. If that right. makes sense, like in my head, I'm like, yeah, it's really cool. It was sort of a steamroller then to now make, okay, well, you've done this. You've been good at it. You've been authentic about it. You didn't follow like a guideline. You just did your thing based on the tools that you were able to look up and, and you know, and self-learn. And now they've picked up that and they've learned from you and now want to continue doing that. I mean, that's, that's a ripple effect and you're living it. Yeah. You guys have not, you have, you know, Alan and Jim, you've made me realize I've done all these things that I haven't even considered. I just, I'm always go, go, go. Yes. So to, to think about this and to review, you know, what are my side hustles? I just really, really appreciate you all inviting me to be on, honestly. Yeah, of course, man. This is great. I just like, it's, it's really cool. And of course, personally, I'm biased, but to hear <laughs> someone who I've, who I've, you know, has been one of my best friends for a long time and know that, that like, not only are you living out what you really want to do, and, but but you're getting good at it, and it's affected your your professional life too. I think is important because some people can't always mesh those two things together. That doesn't always happen, and um, and then they feel like maybe a little discouraged that well, I'm doing this on the side and this, you know. But you've you've really through being yourself and 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 learning it, you know, have been able to do that and affect other people too. Which yeah. which really is that's that's the dream. I yeah. think right? yeah. I mean, it's what it comes down to. <laughs> um, I have to ask you about going forward a little bit because I mean we've we're kind of coming out of the pandemic now. So, I mean, does the show continue for you? Do you think you're going to keep going with this? What, what is the plan moving forward for Guillermo goes? That's 
I love that question because it changes every single day <laughs> and I create when I'm inspired. And I did like a, a four mini episode set this summer because I wanted to catch up with some people, but then also bring some new people into the fold. Um, I really love working and inspiring um, artists who I can help get their platform out there, help tell what they're doing and what they're creating. Uh, but then also just, you know, catching up with my friend, Z Gustafson, who did um, Anderson Cooper and Barack Obama's makeup because she's oh, a makeup wow. artist working with CNN and just yeah. hearing all those different stories. But I think we're going to see, I think my, my big focus right now is my job and getting it done correctly because I'm still super new. Mm-hmm. Having this opportunity presented to me where I was not job searching and they sought me out is such a gift. Awesome. And then I also want to focus on really, um, honestly, my fraternity social media Instagram account and hopefully speaking at more campuses in person this fall. Yes. Uh, that's something that I really enjoy doing. Um, and I really want to learn more how I could take that farther. Love it. Love it. And we were just talking, you know, about, uh, you know, in-person speaking is, is such a gift. And I know I just, you know, I did my first one this week and it's in February, you know, of last year. And, and yeah. it was, and, and Guillermo, you're going to have this, you know, these moments too. It, it's just, it, I mean, like obviously virtual, you know, is, is really good and you connect with people and you're looking at camera, they think you're looking at you, et cetera. It's just different for the speaker. <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it's, and it's almost sometimes the same for the person in attendance because they're looking at you in the eyes and they could see you, but the, the feeling of doing it in person and, and actually having that connection in front of your face is something I missed. And I almost, it was like borderline emotional. I showed yeah, up and I was yeah. like, I forgot how this feels. And I, and I had this connection with two students in particular who like came up to me afterwards and they were like giddy with excitement. And I just like, haven't, I haven't had that. Like, right. and not that they didn't feel that way when I was done, you know, virtually, but who knows? I had to log off. I clicked end meeting on zoom and you know, that, that was that. So um, it's, it's really awesome. So I, 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 I know that will happen for you and I'm so excited to see it. And, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's fantastic. But I, I, I love, like, you're just going to kind of see what happens. Like, and I like that it does change every day because like, I don't think you're not a person that strikes me with like a concrete plan, nor should you, you know? And I think like the way that you've gone up is like, like I, this isn't linear, you know, like there's no guideline. And I think th- this comes the way in, in the way you've told students too, is like, you don't have to follow a guideline to do this. You, you, here's tools you can make, but be yourself while you're doing it. And I think like, of course, that's what you're going to do You know, yeah. <laughs> when this moves forward. Like whatever, whatever that week is, whatever works for, for that month, you know, that's what you should stick with. Yeah. yeah. I do have to ask to something, I guess, um, a little bit kind of concrete, but it, <laughs> it kind of changes too. Uh, for you, has the goal changed? Has, you know, that, that initial thing of wanting to be Carson Daly, or wanting to be a talk show host or whatever and host TRL. Um, has has that goal changed for you at all now that you've got this kind of thing going um, as to what you want to like, you know, over what the end yeah. game for all this? Or do you not have do you not think about the end game for it? You know, I love that because, you know, I've been approached by different, you know, speaking engagements or doing this or hosting this or hosting that. And I'm all for it. You know, right now I'm listening to all of Andy Cohen's books and I'm a big follower of what he's done. And I want to do something similar at the local level. You know, he has his hands in a lot of different things and he's leading and putting things out there and making content. I'm just always super inspired by him. And that's how, that's what I'm doing now with local businesses, with um, whatever I might have nationally that's going on. And it's, it's been something where I have to take a step back and make sure I'm, I'm organizing myself and giving time to everything that I'm a part of, mm-hmm. because I am a person that wants to see bigger things and who doesn't want to be put into a box. When you think of Guillermo, I don't want you to think one thing. I want you to think a bunch of other different things and hopefully they're all positive, you know, but yeah. I don't, I don't like limiting myself. And I, I want to show other people that they don't have to limit themselves either. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. 
Um, there are a million kids out there with cameras and microphones now. Everybody's got, you know, everybody has a phone that can, can record themselves. Everybody can be a YouTuber or be an Instagrammer or anything like that. If you've got somebody out there that's listening that wants to get into this, maybe is a little on the fence about it, doesn't know what to do, what would you say your biggest piece of advice for somebody that wants to create content? What would you say to them? I would say my biggest piece of advice is that you're only going to have today and you don't know what tomorrow is going to be. So stop pushing yourself farther down the line. Mm. Um, and also just to really focus on getting really good lighting and natural light <laughs> always best. <laughs> that is good. What if you were like, I would tell them not to do it because it's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. The complete opposite. Yeah, yeah. And there's people out there who try to do that. And I'm like, oh, come on. There's yeah. so much space for Please. everyone. Like, right. We're all going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think yeah, you're going to be, you're cool. <laughs> yeah. You're cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think there are a lot of kids, too, that really do see that, that are like Mm -hmm. they see, you know, because we are so driven by, you know, social media is really driven by an algorithm, all of it. And to see like, okay, X, Y, Z person has a million followers. This person's got 500,000 followers. I got my 10 friends that watch this thing that I do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I'm I'm, it's intimidating, I'm Mm -hmm. sure, to create (sighs) things from scratch and have to, you know, build a, a community. So that is good you know, a, a really good piece of advice mm-hmm. is to just kind of go do it. <laughs> and you've got yeah. today. Yeah. And let me tell you what Instagram, the creator's account said today. They literally said there is more than one algorithm. There's yeah. more than one. And you're going to be able to connect in with whomever mm-hmm. is in your community or what you want to get out there because they want to see you. Yeah. And that was so helpful for me to see when some days are super gray yeah. and I'm not seeing the color and what's going on, mm-hmm. but there is more than one algorithm. And yeah. and one, and just to summarize something you just said too, in terms of the advice, like I have a shirt that says this, but it says, stop doubting, start doing. And mm-hmm. I think that's like, you know, this, this self doubt's not going to work. Just do it and just, you know, see what happens. Like that's, that's, you know, that's the way. So my, my, one of my last questions for you, um, as we, as we start getting into the final segment here. Um, but what is out of everything that, that you're doing? Um, it, it, I have a feeling I'm gonna know the answer to this, but I want to hear you say it. What's what, what's the most gratifying aspect of, of it all? What, what's the part that when you go to bed, you're smiling because like this, this is the thing that you're able to do. What is, what, what is, what is that for you? Wow. So like the most gratifying part about all this, um, I would say that, there's a lot of statistics and barriers that have been put up for either who I am as a person or how I identify. And I've just completely shattered them because a lot of people or just society has told me I can't do things and I've done the complete opposite. Um, but like I said, hell yeah, <laughs> it goes back to my family and where I come from and just knowing that they're happy that I'm happy. Um, you know, I talked to my therapist earlier this week and he said, he said to me, you're much more of a risk taker than you give yourself credit for. And that was just really a really cool reflective moment for me. That's awesome. So two things there. I, I love carrying it back to your family. Cause I think what your parents have instilled in you is, is very evident. And it's kind of almost like subconscious now where you, you want to drive, you want to keep going, you know, and make and make it better. Mm-hmm. Second thing is we need to normalize therapy. So thank you for bringing that up because yeah. that's important. And, um, this is a, 
a mental health advocate <laughs> as well over here. Yeah, and right. Especially for guys, you know, we just, yeah. it's not talked about enough and, and um, I go to, and it, it's, it's important. It's a gift. And, um, and I think that should be out there way more often and, yeah. and you don't have to hit rock bottom. You could just go and talk to someone. Right. It's, it's an important, Absolutely. important aspect. Yeah. Um, I do have to ask too. And, and yes, I, I echo all of that too. I should be going, <laughs> I haven't been going, but I should. Um, I, I have to say too, like, I, I really like, that you, it doesn't seem like there's a personality, like a uh, a, a facade. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. does feel so authentic. I think now people have this stigma of like content creators to be like, you have to stand at every video and be like, like and smash that subscribe button and all of that <laughs> stuff. And, and I think that it's great that you're doing something that, you know, is just for you. And, and now there's people that also like just what you're doing and want to follow that sort of thing. It, it's incredible to see. So I am going to start checking out the show personally because yeah, yeah. I, had, I hadn't done that yet. So I will be sure <laughs> to check that out. Um, if they want to get in touch with you, if they want to, you know, start tuning in the Guillermo goes, where do they go ahead and do that? Yes. I always say, you know, Instagram is my favorite platform. All the episodes are on there. I also have some solo stuff in there as well. It's at Guillermo XF. G-U-I-L-L-E-R-M-O-X-F. And, you know, just bring it to the point. I spent so much time in my life not being myself that I don't have time to do anything else but. Yeah. (laughs) I'm clapping right now. I love that. I like it. We got to get that applause button in That's right. We're waiting on the applause button. um, If you know any sponsors, (laughs) we will shout them out, but we need the applause button. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this has been great, man. And obviously, you know, it's so thankful to have you here and, uh, you know, and being a part of this and, and Alan and I, this is number 12, which is just wild. And we're excited to keep this train rolling and, and, um, you know, keep talking to people who are passionate about what they do. And you clearly fit that bill. I was so going to say, totally embody it. it. Yeah. So, all right. Thank, well, thank, thank you, you so, all much. so much. Of course. Yes. And thank you guys for listening as well. Don't forget, uh, we will be the ones that now can be like, like, and subscribe and smash that <laughs> subscribe button. But, in uh, your face. <laughs> <laughs> you can download this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts as well. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Hustling Sideways and uh, on Twitter as well. And we got a Facebook page. I get retweeted by this Twitter account like often. So I don't know who you're paying to run our Twitter account, but they, they like me a lot. It, it's not me. I don't, yeah, I don't I mean, ever it can't get be retweeted. You. Yeah. No. So thank you because my confidence boosts uh, every week when yeah. I see Hustling sideways so, so you can you can keep in touch with uh keep in touch with us however you listen to this podcast thank you so much for listening and make sure you subscribe as well we're supposed to thank each other now oh yeah this is where we thank each other yeah, yeah, go ahead, uh, go ahead. Uh, oh jim thank you for being here it's nice you i'm proud uh, that i like that thank yeah. you for introducing me to guillermo oh, you're very welcome guillermo thank you for being here and i don't know why we're pointing at yeah the we're laptop. pointing at the computer that he's being interviewed on and alan thank you for being here and for having this beautiful home and i'm able to sit <laughs> on this chair and There we go. And and thank you all once again for listening. And we will see you next time on Hustling Sideways. Keep on hustling.